One brotherhood, one ship. Stay bearded, stay feeling. One brotherhood, one ship. Stay bearded, stay feeling. It's BV. It's BV. Hello and welcome to episode 20 of The Heart of a Villain. That's right, we made it to episode 20. It's the podcast devoted entirely to the Bearded Villains Worldwide Brotherhood and the lives they are changing all over the world. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. If this is your first time finding the podcast, welcome. And thank you for listening to the best podcast on the air. Don't forget to get over to the YouTube partner channel to the podcast there are a few videos that we've just uploaded this week, so get out there and enjoy those. Go over to YouTube and search for The Heart of a Villain, or just go directly there with youtube.com backslash C backslash The Heart of a Villain. Thanks again to everybody who's been tuning in to the IG Live for No Good Reason. I'm going to continue to do the Live for No Good Reason segment. For the foreseeable future, it'll continue to be kind of an unscripted question and answer type of a thing. But that'll be different from the live stream. And I had a successful second live stream this past week, and I'll continue to do those. Although I hope that those live streams will become more of a scripted and more deliberate type of submission so as to bring content, actual quality content, instead of just endless rambling. So I hope you'll enjoy following me on that journey. My guests in this episode are the captain of Bearded Villains of Indiana, Joe Chernosky, who is providing some very cool updated news that the Bearded Villains of Indiana have and a new means of helping Indiana residents for years to come. Some of you may have seen the video preview that I put out this week on YouTube for, regarding that. Also, I will be speaking with Colin Little, the captain of Bearded Villains of Tennessee, and we're going to be talking Nash Vegas, which is coming up next weekend. But before we get to Nash Vegas, let's first check in with Joe Trinoski, captain of Bearded Villains of Indiana, talking a little bit about a brand new scholarship that was just created. He's the captain of the Bearded Villains of Indiana, Joe. Captain Joe, it's Joe underscore underscore T on Instagram. Joe, how are you doing tonight, buddy? All right. How about yourself, BP? Oh, I'm doing great. Doing great. Um, <clears throat> real quick, I just wanted to bring you in because you, you are... Uh, Pretty much, I think, solely responsible. I don't know if anybody else had much input on it whatsoever. This past week, we announced as a chapter something that you put together and put a whole lot of man hours into. Um, and I'm just going to let you talk a little bit about it, if you don't mind, because I think I, I'm not even sure if there's many other chapters, if any, that are doing this right now. Um, and I think through your leadership, we're doing something kind of amazing here for the future. So go ahead and tell us what, what the big news was that we released this past week. Yeah, so um, probably about 18 months ago, I started just having the crazy idea about what we could do as a chapter to give back um, and, and change lives, be true agents of change. And it wasn't just, um, you know, what we're doing in the community right now. It was what we can do to change future generations and change ultimately a family's lineage. And I'm super stoked, super proud that last week we made the official announcement. All the groundwork's been laid. The 2020 Agent of Change Scholarship is live. 
so we are this year offering two scholarships at a total grand um, dollar amount of $3,500. So right now it's a $2,500 scholarship for first place and a $1,000 scholarship for second place. Um, and we're still collecting donations and driving funds for this, not only for this year, but for next year as well. So this year it may top out right where it's at um, because we are looking, and my goal is for this to be a continuous year-by-year scholarship offering that only grows. Yeah. Um, so, so we started, uh, with a moderate goal, which all those funds were already raised throughout the last year. Uh, our officers all bought into the idea to where we knew what we were working for. We had a lot of questions about why we weren't doing a lot with the money we raised last year throughout the chapter. Mm. Um, but but the officers knew what our goal was and what that purpose was. We just weren't ready to announce announce it until we were 100% certain that we could do it. Right. And this year at our four-year anniversary, this past October, we, we mentioned that it was going to happen. Um, so that's when the cat really kind of dropped out of the bag. It was interesting because, you know, I heard a lot of excitement. I heard some doubt from people. There were some naysayers. You're going to have that, yeah, which, sad. which that drove my resolve to make sure that we did it. Because yeah. when I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. Yes. Um, and, and it really, it's a chapter wide initiative. Yes. The full chapter was not backing it, not backing it, but not involved in the drive to make it happen right other than our merch sales last year and talking to businesses about some small donations um to really now that it's taken place it's the the fruit has um started to bear mm -hmm. and now we're really starting to hone in on, on driving that for this year and to grow and have actual fundraisers for this specifically Right. Um, and the first part of that was becoming a 501 C yeah. uh, to where, to where it is a tax write off for businesses, for individuals. And we were kind we were lucky to have the foresight, um, with myself, Justin and Josh, when they were still in place as cap and co-cap, mm -hmm. uh, about the 501 C three, because we knew it was something that was going to put the chapter in a better spot. Right. And this is the first opportunity, uh, really, uh, well, actually the second opportunity we've had to utilize that. Uh, the first being the beard competition we held in January mm -hmm. to where we're going to be handing over a check for over $4,100 to the town of Richmond, Indiana yeah. this coming weekend. Yeah. Um, and so those two things, that's those are the first couple things to where you know, donations being a tax write-off has helped us uh, in in this drive to do better throughout the state, not just Indianapolis, not just Richmond, you know, uh, not just helping out up north with you guys, what you're doing up there, uh, to where we can utilize what we're doing as a 501c3 to impact the full, the communities throughout the state. Right, right. Yeah, it's... It's really neat to see um, the full, the full aspect of what the five hundred one c three enables you to do. 
I think a lot of people are just now starting to see if their chapter wasn't even pursuing that and now kind of it's being pushed through, you know, they're going to start to see how, how advantageous that can be and how huge that can be uh, to receiving donations. But also, yeah, it, it's not going to be same old, same old the way you've handled business before, but the way that you can impact a community, the way that you can really put your footprint down and say, we are here and we're here to help, um, it's just immeasurable. And I, I, I think, you know, it's, it's really, really cool to see. Um, I know the, the hundreds of hours that you've put into something like, you know, to set this thing up, going back not just for the scholarship fund, but I know that there was a kernel there when you were just getting through finishing up the paperwork for the 51C3 as well. So, um, you know, it's, it's, a tr it's a testament to you and your, your fortitude to that push this thing through uh, and your leadership. But also, uh, we can't forget, obviously, our, our past leaders as well. Uh, mm -hmm. who, who may not be, you know, with us uh, chapter-wise anymore, but I hope that they can still see it uh, and appreciate the fact that we still think of them and still appreciate their contributions, not only to the history of the chapter and where, to, where, where they helped to bring it to today, but also this right here, you know, the kernel started back then, and, um, you know, with that 501c3 thing and that push for that, you know, as it started way back when. So hopefully they can still see that, you know, that they had a lasting contribution both in within our chapter, but now also into our future as well. Yeah, definitely. And I, I'm sure that's there. I still talk with those guys uh, pretty consistently. You know, um, we, we've we got bonds, and that's what's great about the brotherhood. You know, I've seen a lot of people come and go, not just within BVIN, but within Bearded Villains as a whole, uh, that I still communicate with because it is – you know, that relationship doesn't stop with the chapter Absolutely. or with, with the club. And so I'm sure, and I know that they, they're proud. They're proud of the things we're doing and they're super stoked to see, you know, the, the, the life that keeps on building and the, the steam train, you know, rolls harder and harder the further we go. Yeah, absolutely. For those of you who are just joining us, I'm speaking with the captain of Bearded Villains, Indiana, who's just announced that uh, this past week the it went live that there is a new scholarship available to Indiana uh, residents who are going to Indiana schools. Those are two of the criteria, um, and they're going and it's it's a scholarship program where there are going to be two scholarships awarded. Uh, one in the amount of is it one thousand and then fifteen hundred or is it one thousand twenty five? Uh, yeah, one thousand twenty five hundred, okay. and it is a service based scholarship to where a large portion of the application process is that they've had to have been involved, and not just been involved, but been a leader of involvement of a community service project in their whatever their local community throughout the state is. Right along with letters of recommendation. Um, but what's really interesting and neat about the scholarship as, is that it's not just for, you know, an incoming freshman into a four-year university. Right, right. That was Two-year schools, trade schools, tech schools, barber school, you know, any, any post-secondary education yes. where someone is furthering their livelihood and they are a service-based person, mm -hmm. they can qualify for this scholarship. Yeah. That's that that's I think that's what I'm most proud of the scholarship representing uh BVIN, being that we 
provide we claim to you know we we espouse ourselves that we're agents of change and i think that by calling it that and by pursuing the fact that this scholarship says you don't have to be going to a four-year university uh, to get some degree you know you are just as eligible if you graduated from high school and you're going on for post-secondary education of any kind massage school uh, trade school if mm -hmm. you want to if you want to be a plumber if you want to be a, it doesn't matter what you want to do if you're trying to further your your education i think that's such a cool thing because there's i think that's a, that's an area um of scholarship funding that's very poorly represented right now um so i I'm, wholeheartedly agree I'm, and also uh, the that. area where someone is not 18 years old, you know, yes. you could be 40 years old making a career change. And yes. this is a scholarship you can qualify for. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I know that we, uh, since it went live this past week, uh, those of you who've been following the podcast and saw the video that we put together for the Sleeping Heavenly Peace event this past weekend, uh, there were a couple of families that we spoke to while we were out and about on the road. And they had family members who were planning on going to further educational schools that were full adults with kids right now. And we made sure we told them where to go to uh, see about themselves applying for it as well, if they fit the criteria. So um, it's just such a cool thing that you can, uh, you, it does, you don't have to be that 18 year old going to a four year college, like so many other, you know, so many other scholarships out there. And um, I, I think it just, it perfectly uh, replicates the image that we're trying to portray. So, Sounds great. Um, man, I, 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 I'm so proud of what you've done. I'm so proud of the leadership that you've, you've brought to, um, to what BVIN is and what it stands for. So um, I know you've got to get to bed. I know it's probably late for you. So, <laughs> But I, I greatly appreciate you bit. coming on uh, to talk to us a little bit about this scholarship thing because I think it's very unique and uh, not only unique in the scholarship method, but it's, it's unique within BVIN circles too. So um, I think it's it's especially important for guys to realize that with that 501c3 designation that they'll be getting eventually uh, through these donations that you're going to be getting in. There are so many different ways that you can, you know, change the lives of people in your areas. Uh, and this is just one idea uh, that you've pushed through. So it's it's amazing. Yeah, definitely. I think I know there um, at least initially was some pushback on that with uh, chapter captains and chapters as a whole. And I just like to say, yeah, we were on the um, front edge of, of the bell curve. We did it before it was mandatory because we saw what it could bring. Mm -hmm. I think um, through that, one, there are tons of chapters that do already have our 501c3s. Reach out to any of us captains that have it. All of us will be happy to help out with that process. And uh Really, once you get that, the the opportunities that it provides is far greater than the headache it is to get, gain that um, charitable organization um, uh, kind of stipulation. Right. But with it, there's a lot of opportunity. But then also what it does for the brotherhood as a whole is it makes our process transparent yes. to where, um, you know, we we abide by federal law which ultimately, if we're going to get into the the realm of doing big things, we need to all make sure that we're fo following, you know, what, what those processes are. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Great. I mean, it, yeah, it perfectly said. And I know that uh, if anybody does have any questions about 51C3s, it's, it is a, it's not an easy thing to do. The paperwork is long and strenuous, and it's a pain in the butt at times. 
uh, and it takes a little bit of time and a lot of patience. So uh, mm-hmm. re- reach yeah, out. Yeah, definitely, definitely does that. Definitely reach out to Joe if you can. Uh, Joe underscore underscore T on Instagram. And for some reason, I keep going crazy wide with my colors here. Um, but man, I thanks again. I appreciate you uh, more than you know. And, and I've said this so many times, but um, I, I think you you've done an amazing job. So congratulations to personally to what you've done with the leadership of the chapter and um, in bringing around this uh, scholarship fund and making it actually happen rather than just be a dream. So uh, it's it's going to mm-hmm. be really neat to see the the lives that are touched by that for sure. Yeah, I can't wait. Um, we'll be announcing late July the first two winners, and that's going to be a very exciting moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you wear your heart in your sleeve, so I'm sure it's going to be a moment that you're. <laughs> it's going to be hard for you to hide those tears too. I'm sure, but that's going to be amazing. Yep. So, agreed. All right, buddy. I appreciate it. I'll let you get to sleep. So I appreciate you chiming in and and joining in with the live stream for tonight. Yeah, you're welcome. I appreciate it, and have a good night. All right, you take care. See you. Yep. You too. Are you having trouble coming up with a fresh face for your new business? Does your new idea need a new distinct logo? If you have a new business or idea, but need a new way to express it, look no further than Optimus Mendez at Chiversity Brand. His speed, creativity, and professionalism are second to none. Let Optimus work hand in hand with you to create your new and unique logo. At Chiversity Brand. See Chiversity Brand on Instagram. Special thanks to Joe Chernowski for giving me an update on a very cool new scholarship fund there in Indiana. Hey, if you didn't pay attention earlier, Nash Vegas is coming up next week. Nash Vegas. I'm ready for it. Are you? Well, let's talk to the captain of the Bearded Villains of Tennessee and learn a little bit more about what we are to expect with Nash Vegas. I'm speaking with the captain of the Bearded Villains of Tennessee, Colin Little. Colin, how are you doing today? I'm good. How's everybody else? Oh, I'm doing really well. Doing really well. I appreciate you knocking out some time for me today so we can talk a little Nash Vegas. I'm pretty excited about this event. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's a, uh, it's become kind of a keystone event for, for Bearded Villains as a whole. whole and uh, we're glad that we have a city like Nashville close to us where we can host it. Yeah, it's it's going to be a good time. I've heard so many good things. This will be my first venture into the Nash Vegas scene, so I'm excited to be able to do it. Um, before we start, you really get into the Nash Vegas stuff. Uh, if you could, there might be some viewers out there, some listeners to the podcast that aren't completely familiar with you. I know that may sound strange uh, <laughs> as long as you've been around, but uh, tell us a little bit, Colin, how you started out with your BV journey and then What's led you to now being captain of Bearded Villains of Tennessee? Man, uh, I'm sure that everybody's uh, BB journey is different. Uh, probably 180 on a lot of guys. But uh, mine kind of started on Facebook and some non-BV groups where I was seeing BV guys. You know, I had started growing my beard, and I was I was proud of it. And, and I met a guy who was, at the time, uh, the captain of the Tampa Bay chapter who I, I didn't meet him. I had known him before we were stationed in Germany together. And, uh, he kind of turned me on to BV and I started following people and it, it always, it seemed kind of neat. And, uh, you know, I didn't know a lot about it. So back, uh, in 15, 16, things were different than guys are experiencing now. Um, the structure was a little less, uh, because it wasn't as large as it is now. Um, 
knowing the president kind of personally wasn't a thing that happened. Uh, the, the, the rank patches that we see now, um, they were, they weren't hard. Yeah, they were harder to come by, uh, because <laughs> there wasn't a personal, there wasn't a personal relationship, uh, like there is now in BV almost across the world. So I got in, I started, uh, heck, I, I thought about giving up a bunch of times because, yeah. uh, you know, they always talk about be patient, be patient. <laughs> well, you know, anybody who's listening, that's in BV, you know, nine months as a hopeful is, is frustrating. Right. And, uh, especially for me and my personal background. And I say this all the time, the guys in bearded villains who, who are veterans, um, we grew up in a, in a society where, you know, the next rank, you're always striving for that. We can't help it. We know in BV, be patient, but we know in our lives, we grew up with, Hey, I need the next one. I need the next one. What I got to do to right. get to the next one. Yeah. And then, uh, one day I had a, uh, a, a conversation through another, an, another member with a, a guy who's not around anymore, but he was like, man, we're sorry. We overlooked you. You'd be on the next list. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> and I didn't think much about it, but it's really exciting when those things show up, believe it or not. And, yeah. and it's just a digital patch. You know, we always say, and a lot of us live it, you know, my brothers are my patch. And, and I've met guys from all over the world, probably like you have, that, uh, you know, the, the patch is there. It's cool, but it's not as, as, as fun as meeting people that you've never had a chance to meet before. Yeah. So that, that came along, got my prospect. Back then, it was a prospect patch, not a villain patch. Right. So, you know, I'm excited about that. The chapter's fairly new, so there's only, you know, a couple of us with prospect patches. And at the time, in Tennessee, there was only one member, uh, one full member. And he wasn't even the captain. He was a co-captain. Oh, wow. And it, Yeah, so we had one member in Tennessee. And then uh, I met some guys, and then we had our first Nash Vegas. That's what happened. Okay. Uh that Nash Vegas was fairly, we thought it was going to be like a chapter meet in Nashville. Now, if you're familiar with Tennessee, you've got a nine hour drive basically from Bristol, Tennessee to Memphis, Tennessee. It's a lot wider of a state than you would imagine. Uh-huh. And something that always stumps people, and you even ran into when we talked about this, was we've got two time zones in Tennessee. Yeah. You got an Eastern time zone, and we have a Central time zone, obviously. But, uh, <laughs> So that's, that's why you have such a long drive. Yeah. So we got together in Nashville uh, in March of 2016. And, you know, initially it was going to be Chapter Brothers. Well, then Alabama, some guys from Alabama showed up. Some guys from Indiana, old uh, uh, tattoos showed up. Big yeah. Josh. Yep. Um, guys from North Mississippi, uh, guys from North Carolina, you know, I was like, hey, this was kind of a big deal. We got, you know, chapters here representing five or six states. And uh, I met, uh, I am Chad P., who's uh, in, in North Mississippi now. He's like, hey, man, um, in March, or I can't remember if it was even April of that year, there's this thing called uh, the Dirty South meet. He said, you should check it out. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I was like, yeah. So I went down to the first Dirty South meet, and man, when you talk about Dirty South, that's our kind of thing. It was Dirty South. <laughs> we were down, we're in, you know, we're on the border of what, where am I at? Mississippi, Louisiana. We're like right there yeah. on the Gulf. Like my wife and I went and swam in the Gulf and then found out, Hey, you probably shouldn't have done that. It ain't too clean out there. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we go down there and it's hot. That's all I remember about the dirty South, man. The humidity in the dirty South is like no other. 
Yeah. But man, I got to meet at least a hundred other brothers down there. Uh, I met a lot of guys that, you know, you never thought you were going to see in person. Uh, first time I met Chev, you know, anybody who knows Chev, that guy's everywhere. Oh yeah. Uh, met Morgan, you know, maybe you don't want to meet Morgan. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Morgan. <laughs> Morgan's supposed to be in Nash Vegas this year. Oh good. Uh, but we're sitting in a house that was converted into a bar. And apparently there's a lot of that down there. And, uh, man, we're in the backyard. It's hot. I'm walking around in flip-flops. People make fun of me for that. I'm like, man, it's hot. <laughs> you know, it ain't, it ain't, the humidity's not the same in Tennessee as it is here. Right. And, and, you know, as the night goes on, there's two raccoons hanging out back there with us. We're like, really? You know, it's, it's dirty south. And, uh. <laughs> And so, so we get through that first dirty south, and it was probably it was the first major meet that I went to with that many people. And uh, come to find out, you know, lots of board members there. They're like, "Hey, we're submitting guys for members patches from showing, being in the picture at the dirty south meet," which was kind of how it worked back then. Right. And I was like, "Oh crap!" You know, I'd only been a member for like two and a half, three months, three and a half months. I, I could, I'd have to research the dates, but it's like you know, January to March or April. Right. I'm like, holy crap, you know, so now there's two members in BVT, full-blown members in BVTN. And, uh, you know, and like I say, that military background, man, I was just elated. Like, hey, I'm there. I, I made it. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, man, you know, I did DSV that year. And then I went to Vegas, the world meet later that year, and met so many people. There's still guys on the West Coast. Man, if you don't get out to the West Coast and meet those guys, oh. you're missing, you know, you're missing half of BV, basically. Yeah, you are. Because, uh, you know, being Tennessee, anywhere in the dirty south, man, California, Arizona, Texas, that's, that's all different than what we do. You know, they, they live a different way. And I, and I can respect that, you yeah. know, we're different parts of the country. Right. So, man, that's the first time I met Von Knox. I took a picture. Yeah, I was probably a little freaking fanboy then. But, you know, <laughs> Fred, if you hear me, you ain't shit. <laughs> But uh, everybody says yeah. that after they meet him the first time. <laughs> so <laughs> then, uh, you know, that was that was a start to a, a big BV push for me. That was probably August, you know, and my cap hit me up like, hey, we put you in for your lowest patch. Thank you for representing BVTN all the time. And next thing we know, not a falling out, but, you know, maybe a, a difference of opinions happened happened in the chapter with with a member and the captain and the captain was pretty much, you know, my life's busy. I don't have time to deal with all the drama. I'm out. And I'm like, oh, crap. Wow. So they're like, hey, we're going to nominate a new captain. And this was September of 16. So we do the vote. And, hey, I'm freaking captain. I'm like, how did this happen? You know, because <laughs> Jan January, you know, early January, I was hopeful. Mid-September, I'm the captain. And I'm right. like, oh, what do I do? <laughs> this Fortunately, was fast. Fortunately, the great thing about BV, man, there's a lot of guys who have been around a long time. Uh, I hate that they kind of fall off because guys come in like, you know, a ball of fire and then and then kind of chill. Yeah. But uh, and, and I've gotten into that group, too, sometimes, man. Uh, it's, it's bad. He's like, oh, all these people know me. I'm good. Well, there's new people coming in every day. And guess yeah. what? They don't know you from a hill of beans. Right. But uh, but yeah, me and uh, uh, Ralph. Uh, were the cap and the co-cap then that was the even the predated my current co-cap chop and everybody loves chop yeah but uh you know ralph moved to orlando and then we brought chop in and uh funny story about me and chop man me and chop we live in the same city 
We had never known each other. And Clarksville's not that big. Uh, it's claim to fame is that that's the fifth largest city in that, in Tennessee. I'm sorry. Okay. But I believe there's a huge drop off between four and five. Cause you're talking <laughs> Knoxville, Memphis, Chattanooga, Nashville. And then you probably drop all the way to the floor. Clarksville. Clarksville. But, <laughs> but yeah. we worked, we literally worked and went to school three buildings apart and didn't know each other. Wow. And, and uh, BV brought us, you know, together. And I'd say he's probably my best friend in the city, my best friend most of the time, except for when he's going against me. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that it brought us together like that, man. Our families, uh, we'll hit us a run where, you know, he comes to my house every Monday for dinner with his family. Okay. And then I, I call him on Thursday night like, hey, what's for dinner? Because I'm not, I don't feel like cooking. So <laughs> we'll go over there. We see each, it's at least twice a week that him and I see each other. You, and, you, you know, need that's that. an advantage. You need that to that's keep a, you in line. Yeah, that's a big advantage of living in the same the same city. The same city that's not huge because, man, you know, like when you're talking Chicago and Miami and any of the big cities in Dallas, man, you could live in the same city and still be an hour apart, you know. But, Absolutely. Uh, yeah, so after that, that's kind of – it got me into BV like quick, fast, in a hurry. Like I said, January hopeful, September captain. And, you know, I've watched an evolution that maybe some guys haven't, uh, haven't picked up yet. But in the beginning, we know uh, Von Knox started. It was a kind of a bearded model thing. And that was cool. But then, you know, ugly guys like me started catching on. And we, uh, you know, we started not taking over, but becoming more of a presence in BV. So it went from taking that good photo that's what that's what it kind of was about in the beginning because there was always talk yeah you know the seatbelt selfie everybody hates the seatbelt <laughs> selfie yeah but but getting that good photo to throw up on there and man i'm the worst my wife can't take pictures i can't take pictures if you ever see me a good picture of me on my instagram is because somebody else took it and i <laughs> and i got a hold of it there's a learning but curve the, to it yeah if you want to learn some of us don't care to learn <laughs> it does take that that's true then uh then uh, where was I at? Where was I at? Dang, what was I talking about? But yeah, the evolution. And then it went from, hey, you know, we're building chapters and we're meeting each other. We're not just guys on Instagram. And then, hey, we're meeting each other. We're building chapters. Uh, we're doing good in our community. And now you see, you know, even like I, I look today, Chicago has raised over $11,000 for their polar plunge. So kudos to them. And uh, they got the world meet this year and that's another big event. So, and so that, that evolution, if you didn't evolve with BV, that's the guys you see that aren't really aren't around anymore, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Ex expectations have changed from day one to today. Oh yeah. But you know what I but love, yeah. I love about, and I'll just interject real quick. Cause I, you've, man, that's a, that's a crazy path that you, that you had there. Um, I mean, <laughs> such a, such a quick climb, but I will say this, and I've noticed this in a, in a couple of occasions. Uh, it's really important to note that leaders lead, and somehow, some way, and it doesn't matter how much time you have in BV, uh, guys that are meant to lead end up becoming captains of chapters through circumstance or some other fashion. And um, I, I've seen it a few different times where guys that are some of the strongest captains that they have you know, possibilities for chapters, they end up being captain after a short period of time or after some strange circumstance. And it just happens that way. But 
um, it's it's cool that you know your leadership capabilities were recognized early because uh, I know that you've done a bang up job with with Tennessee so far for sure. It's really been bang up. <laughs> <laughs> it's not been as bad as you think. That's for sure. On the outside, I'm not seeing the inside of it, but from the outside looking in, uh, you know, you've 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 done a great job leading leading Tennessee and and also being one of our leading captains uh, around because I know that you were one of the first captains outside of my own that I met uh, at Puerto Rico. In Puerto uh, Rico in the swimming pool. I remember it like it was last year. Yeah. Oh, wait, it was. <laughs> in the swimming pool, yeah. But, you know, it's cool because I had just gotten – I mean, I was a villain for hardly any time at all either at the time. And, um, you know, talking to you, hell, I felt like I'd known you for years just after five minutes. So um, that's, that's what's so cool about BV is that um, it's evolved into this thing that, that Von Knox I don't think ever saw. And it's because of people like yourself and, and the people that have been around since, um, you know, 15, early 16, somewhere around You got around some four guy, 14 guys out there too. Yeah. Man. Yeah. So, um, so I, I'm, I'm glad to hear that. I mean, it's, and it's, that's a meteoric rise for you, but it's, it's pretty cool. So you've got Nash Vegas coming up and it's evolved yes. into this big thing. I mean, bigger than big it's, it's become, it's it's become the favored meet by a lot of people. Um, can you go back like in BV circles where where it's come from to where it is now? Because you've been around now for this will be your third or fourth. This is our fifth because it's 16, the fifth 17, the 18, 19, 20. Okay. Yeah. So were you around for the very first one? Uh, I was. That's okay. the one that I, where I, t- I was talking about where I met Chad at and found out about DSV. Okay. So so you've been around now. This will be five. Uh, yeah. For the four previous, where can you can you just briefly talk about where it's grown from to what it is now? Yeah, like I was talking, that first one was supposed to be a chapter meet that ended up, you know, we probably had fifty or sixty guys, and and I may be off, I may be over, but you know, one of our guys uh, found a location downtown and said, "Hey, let's meet up here for dinner," and you know, he he locked he locked the space out for us and people are looking at us because there's all these guys in the back being, you know, loud because there's 60 of us. I hate when I say, you know, I know that's a freaking filler, but, uh, you know, it's okay. We're back there. We're eating, we're drinking, we're meeting each other for the first time. That's when I met tattoos. We sat down and had a long talk about, uh, the charity aspect of it. And anybody who knows tattoos and myself, it's like David and Goliath. He's like six, seven. I want to say he's three fifty. He'd probably be mad at me if I say that. And I'm five foot four and I'm a little heavy. I'm in the two sixties, two seventies, but David and Goliath sitting there at a dinner table talking yeah. about, you know, raising money for charity. Absolutely. And, and uh we hit the downtown that night. We had planned all this ourselves. And we went from spot to spot to spot and had a great time. Anybody who's been to Nashville. It's become one of the bachelorette party capitals of the world, so you always run it. We call them woo girls because they'll be <laughs> going down the street, woo, and we woo them back, and it be- becomes a uh, call of the wild out there. <laughs> so that was just one night. We went to the next year, and uh, I had become captain, and Ralph had become co-captain, and we had no intention of doing another meet. Um, that was a one-time thing in our minds. And Ralph was in, I think he's in the, one of the chats with me talking to, I think it was Miles, and said, hey, let's get together again in Nashville. Well, I'm thinking, Ralph, you live in Johnson City. 
well, way out there in Johnson City. You're not going to plan any of this. But I'm like, let's do it. So I get downtown. I find us a meet and greet spot. Uh, we did not have a beard competition that year because uh, beard comps were fairly new in BV. But we paid a little money that year. We were in the basement of BB King. You know, we got to meet each other. We had a little catered dinner. Guys from everywhere. Virginia showed up this year, that year. Uh, the same chapters from the year before showed up. So they're like, hey, we're growing. We're getting bigger. Sounds like fun. Yeah. And one thing to remember is now that there's two chapters in Tennessee today, not back then. Uh, BBTNs, you know, sometimes we hit 20 in our hopeful chat. So we're a small chapter. You come to Nash Vegas, that means, and you see what's being put on. A lot of guys, a few guys have done a lot of work. So remember that when you come through. And don't thank me because I ain't shit, but thank my guys. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, so we did that again. And that year we found a spot across the street from BB Kings pretty much called Big Shots. And uh, Big Shots is a bar on 2nd Ave, 2nd Ave and Broadway in Nashville. If you're a tourist or even if you just want to go and, and have a lot of fun, that's the place to be. That's where today you got, you know, Jason Aldean's bar, uh, Florida Georgia Lions Kitchen, the Luke Bryan bar, uh, in Redneck Riviera. Let's shout out them. Um, some other places we're looking for next, at next year, the Nashville Underground. Whole bunch of spots. Everything, just every door is a new spot. Well, we met Tommy that year and we had a blast up there. Well, the next year when we go to put on uh, Nash Vegas 3, we did, a, we did a meet and greet. Dang, where did we do the meet and greet that year? I forget. But <laughs> That's okay. It's unimportant. But, uh, but, you know, in the planning up to this, Von Knox gets an email from uh, Tommy McNeil, who ran Big Shots at the time. and said, hey, I heard you guys are having another event in Nashville. I'd love it if you guys came to our bar. So we're like, man, that's wild because Nashville, <laughs> Nash Vegas, you got the whole big city Vegas vibe going on. And I tell our guys all the time, I'm like, man, Nashville doesn't need us to come there. Nashville bars, hotels, they're going to get filled regardless. Right. You could go to Nashville on a Saturday night and the Preds have just played. The Titans are going to play the next morning. Garth Brooks is playing right now. That place is always, always hopping. Uh, I've never seen the streets not busy there, but we had our, our beard competition at pastime. Uh, it, it's no longer there, but it was, man, it got more, it got more massive. Like, uh, you got Maryland, you got Virginia, we had California. So now we're like coast to coast with guys coming through. And we're like, man, we don't know how this happened. Uh, people enjoy Nashville, people enjoy Nashville and we take advantage of it because it's a destination location. Yeah. People, Nashville in Tennessee is like, I don't know. I don't want to, I've been to Vegas, so I don't want to compare it to Las Vegas, but it's a, it's a place you want to go if, if you know anything about it. Right. And, uh, you know, we raised them. That's when we started actually the year before we had started raising money for this year. It's called the one in 100 walk for congenital heart defect. And uh, we did really good that year. And we're like, oh, okay. So now this has become a staple of uh, BBTN is to have Nash Vegas. I don't even know where that name came up. I think Chop <laughs> may have come up with it. Uh, I, I'm not the artsy kind of guy. I can't draw, draw a straight line with a ruler. Can't think up neat logos. Like last year we had a uh, 
kind of a retro vibe and this year's kind of like a homecoming vibe and if you come we're taking kind of like homecoming pictures and there's plans to make a yearbook that's going to be for sale a month or two after the event so look for that and then last year we uh we kind of we didn't outdo ourselves on our meet and greet but we surprised ourselves okay we got a spot we got a spot on broadway redneck riviera and we're like, man, Broadway's the Mecca. Broadway and Second Ave are like the Mecca of downtown Nashville. And they put on, a, they brought in a band for us and the band loved us. And we pretty much ran the second and third floor. And you, if you've seen any of the pictures, we raised the BV flag right underneath the American flag on top of that building in downtown Nashville. I did see and that. And that was, that was a topper for me right there. Yeah, that was very and, cool. Uh, we had our beard competition the next day. Well, what we failed to realize with that is that we had grown, uh, not exponentially, but man, we grew a lot. And uh, guys showed up on Saturday that weren't there Friday. So our numbers, we probably exceeded the capacity as far as, you know, the fire station goes on <laughs> the crying wolf in Nashville last year. Uh, I, I apologize to guys for the whole year now, man. I'm sorry. The venue was so small. I know it was uncomfortable. I'm sorry. The venue was so small. So this year we had to step it up because we know we're hoping people weren't discouraged by our small venue last year. Okay. And they're going to come back just because I had it so much fun. And, uh, Yeehaw brewery in Nashville is huge. I was so glad uh, to get in there. They welcomed us, welcomed us with open arms. And I always, I'm always scared. Like, man, it's Nashville. They don't need us. They're going to turn us away because they're going to be full that night, you know? And they're like, no, we want you come in. So this year at Yeehaw Brewery, we're going to have, you know, we're going to have merchandise tables set up. We're being sponsored by Gibbs. who's always been a great sponsor. Uh, Mad Viking is doing some sponsoring. Oh, great. Um, nine big categories for the beard competition and we make a point and a lot of chapters do i'm not saying we're any better than anybody else to reach out um to get guys from outside of bv to come to the beard competition and there's a great club uh, in nashville called i'm gonna call it the mps it's a metropolitan Gynotrophic society. I can never say what that word really is. But okay. cody their captain has always been a uh, a cory i'm sorry he's always been a great uh bouncing board sounding board for me uh when it comes to beard stuff he's the first one that told me never compete in your own beard competitions oh yeah we we live that rule because we never want anybody to think anything is biased yeah um i've gone to plenty of beard comps where the best in show was probably shouldn't have placed in the category they want but (laughs) that's just me that's all part it's opinionated forgive me but and he's taught me a lot of stuff. They'll be here this year, Great. man. And those guys have some pretty epic beards. They come through, uh, especially in like the twelve and over. Oh, they yeah. take all. They take all the trophies. <laughs> yeah, those guys in those beard club, those those big beard clubs. I mean, we we kind of when it comes to the the uh, beard comp scene, I think most of the bearded villains we're kind of like junior varsity to these guys because these guys that they live it and they live it hard that beard life. So. We just kind of have it, and we kind of make it look okay. But for us, it's more of the brotherhood, the charity thing, and uh, they just live that that life, and they they come hard to those competitions. So yeah, it's it's difficult to beat most of those. <laughs> yeah, and uh, you know, we've got some guys in VV with epic style beards. There's a guy you may not have met. I met him in where did I, I met him in New Orleans for DSV three, 
And uh, his name's Colin, Colin McCardle's from Ireland. And I had a long talk with him. He trims his beard so he doesn't walk on it. Oh, that's geez. an epic beard. That is yeah. huge. That's <laughs> but, crazy uh, big. Yeah. And you've got a couple of other guys uh, throughout BV with, you know, competition, top, oh, top yeah. competition type beard. But like you said, for the most of us, we got what we got and we go from there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I agree with you wholeheartedly with the, the you know, competing within your own uh the the one caveat i've had to that is is that if you are going to allow for numbers sake if you're going to allow your guys to compete don't have one of your own guys be a judge as well that's mm -hmm. that's always been the, the bugaboo for me if you're going to do both of those then it's kind of eh, sketchy but that's just my own my own personal take like yours yeah I, i'm with you i'm with you we uh we always try to do a uh, an outside judge and judges and you know you reminded me i need to start posting the judges for the competition on our our Facebook event. So <laughs> yeah, you got a that. week. You got a week. Yeah, you got a week. Counting those days down. Okay, so we've gotten into a little bit of it. Um, Nash Vegas. We're looking at a week from Friday. A week from today uh, is the yeah, but is the uh, sorry, is ahead. the is the the head up. I know you got some people coming into town before that even, but yeah. uh, you got the meet and greet on Friday officially, and uh, so. What's uh, take us through just a little bit, if you can, what, what people that are coming into town can expect from this event. Okay. So Friday, if you were there Thursday, Friday's Friday morning, probably going to be rough for you. But <laughs> if you come in Friday, uh, we're going to a place called pins mechanical. It's in uh, it's, obviously it's in downtown Nashville, but we uh, stumbled on it. It's a huge venue. So that's one of our, uh, the things that we were looking for was room. Um, they have, they have, uh, I don't even know what they call it. It's kind of like bowling, but it's miniature bowling. The rules are a little different. The pins are attached to strings, but it's pretty cool. They have ping pong tables. They have life-size beer pong with garbage cans and beach balls. Um, <laughs> it's just a really cool place to just kind of hang out and meet each other. Okay. And we plan on being there from probably four to nine or four to 10. Uh, they're expecting us. They know we're coming. And anytime you meet uh, a GM of a bar or a manager of a bar, you have to be like, hey, please look us up on Instagram. We are not bikers. Some yeah. of us are motorcycle riders. I'm not going to – there are probably plenty of them. Baby. Sure. But, you know, you roll up in there with four guys, all bearded, uh, you know, in the south and up here. Yeah. None of us – there's only a few small guys in BV. Uh, I roll up there, me and Chop. And you know Will, anybody who knows Will's Freedom Beard, oh, yeah. and Tone and Tone Five Two Six, we rolled up in there together like, "Hey, what's up?" And we're like, "We're not a motorcycle gang. This is what we do. We're raising money for charity." So you have to kind of broach that topic right away, like, yeah. "Hey, we're not going to come in here and burn the place down." Oh yeah, yeah. But uh, we went in there, we talked to him. Uh, there, I talked to her again last week, Allie Buchanan from uh, from Penn Mechanical. And they're 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 ready for us. So after we hit pins, the guy I talked about earlier, Tommy McNeil, just moved to a, a new bar in Nashville called Rebar that we went and checked out a couple weeks ago. And we're going to kind of move. We'd like to move to that uh, after our time at Pins Mechanicals done. And then we're going to probably hit downtown. Uh, Second Ave and Broadway is so active. Even you know at two o'clock in the morning, there's probably Man, it's probably 50,000 people still out and about. Wow. So uh, I think there, I think there's a Preds game that day or a soccer game. So 
it'll be busy because of that. Right. Um, so that's our meet and greet. Now, Saturday morning is the, the uh, time where, you know, you got to pick yourself up by the bootstraps because you just had a hard <laughs> Friday night. Yeah, no doubt. And, and get to the photo shoot. Um, and Chop, if he hears this, he's going to be like, man, you're wrong. Uh, but I can't remember. It's in our notes. It's either Centennial Park or Bicentennial Park. Okay. I never pay attention. Check I'm the like, notes, Chop. people. Check the notes. <laughs> Where do I have to be and when do I have to be there? <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. And uh, so last year, man, we got a photo with the drone. Uh, the photo got featured. I know some guys. I know some of our guys even ranked up from that. So That was an that epic worked. photo. That was an, a truly epic photo, yeah. Yeah. That was uh, the the, uh, the – Credit for that goes to uh, BV Bacon, and I always make fun because I'm like, hey, you know why they call this guy Bacon? They're like, nah, I'm like he's a cop, he's a sheriff's deputy, so <laughs> we gonna stay away from him. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we love Bacon. He's one of our in-house photographers, along with uh, Big Chris, who you guys will get to meet probably for the first time this year. Right. So we'll get up, we'll do the photo shoot. Uh, we do it in one area, but it's a little teeny bit of walking, especially if you're not feeling that great. What, um, now, what time are you? Th- what time do you have this? You forgot to mention that part. Man, I think the photo shoot's supposed to start at noon. Okay, well, so, so yeah. it's not like nine. I appreciate that. No, yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, I appreciate that too. I'm not going to be up by then. No. <laughs> and then uh, from then we're going to move to the Yeehaw Brewery. We'll have the, uh, you know, it's a brewery, so we got a lot of guys in BV who are all about craft beer, and we try to Myself accommodate included. that because. Everybody who knows me knows what I drink. We don't even have to talk about it. No. But craft beer isn't what it is. No, you don't like the craft beer. <laughs> I get to a brewery and there's nothing for me to drink. But that's all right because there's normally, there's normally something in the parking lot. But uh, we're going to move there. Another huge venue. I'm so, and you know what? I talked to all that junk right now about craft beer, but they have the, uh, the uh, Old Smoky. They have Old Smoky freaking store set up in in that yeehaw brewery okay and a, and a parking lot across the street so hey great do you you know what i'm saying that's right <laughs> and uh the one thing if you're listening there's no and we'll talk about this a lot because people yeah. are going to try to break through there's no smoking inside the fence okay. so if you're listening remember that <laughs> i remember i remember in the preview a couple weeks ago i was talking to uh during one of my live casts or my something i was talking i brought will in and Will told me, he said, that's one caveat they do have, no smoking inside this fenced area. They have There will be signs or directing people where to go to smoke, and they can't vape yeah. there. It's all smoke-free. And, and, and no, outside the fence, it's basically on the sidewalk. It's not far. It's not a – and, you know, my wife's a smoker, so she'll be out there all night. But uh, <laughs> it, it's, not, it's not far. It's right out the front door. It's all you got to do. Okay. But, and big event. Lots of people coming, man. Uh, you know, we're trying our best to get a head count. There's going to be a sign in book. Uh, we're going to try to keep track of how many chapters, how many people, how many people from outside. You know, people always want to know, Hey, how many people were there? How many people were there? Yeah. And I'm like, there were a lot of people there. How did that sound? <laughs> but, yeah. uh, you know, that's all from, that's all chops brainchild. He, he's all on the, the organization and stuff. Because I'll be all over the place answering questions, pointing people in directions, keeping people, you know, not out of trouble, but not trying to keep people from getting in trouble. Yeah. And, it, you know, it's, it's a busy night. We call that a work night. We don't call that a, a 
a night of celebration until after the uh, the beard competition is over. Sure. Then uh, again, after the beard comp, we'll you know we'll we'll be tearing down as it goes, but it'll be another. Let's get on Broadway and Second Ave and, and see see what you haven't seen yet. Remember, there's a Coyote Ugly in downtown Nashville. You got the all the Jason Aldean, Luke Bryan that I talked about earlier. Right. You got a bunch of other smaller honky tonk bars. There's always live. There's live music in all of them. So you you, you always you always have some options. Yeah. Um, Friday night will be DJ. The the meet and greet will be DJ. Tommy knows us. He'll bring a DJ in there. Uh, my favorite times are always seeing Jimmy Beam from VA getting his little boogie on. That's a <laughs> that's a happy memory for me. Uh, also, Sone from New York doing the same thing. A lot of guys don't know Sone. He's a great dude. He's probably cussing my name right now. Well, right after he hears this. But, uh, yeah, it's fun to see guys come and be able to let loose and yeah. be like, hey, I was in Nashville and I had a great time. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard nothing but, nothing but good things about the way you guys host that event. So. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm really looking forward to it, man. Well, I I man, I don't know what else to say. I'm I'm just I'm just stoked about this Nash Vegas thing. I think you're doing a killer job down there, um, running that chapter, and um, nothing but good things, nothing but positive things coming into the future for you guys for sure. And uh, appreciate it. I'm just I'm just looking forward to uh, you buying me a drink. <laughs> it, I don't man, know about will you do a shot? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, I yeah. remember remember the free drinks in Puerto Rico? Oh yeah. <laughs> I do remember. We'll do it again. That's right. All right, Colin, I appreciate you man. Uh thanks so much for dropping in and having a chat with me here talking about Nash Vegas and uh, I will see you in about a week. Man, thanks for having me. Thanks for giving me a a, a little venue/platform to to uh to promote Nash Vegas a bit. Oh, absolutely. All right, buddy. I will see you in a week. Take care. Thank you. All Have right. a good one. Yeah, bye. Bye. Well, I don't know about you, but I am totally excited about heading down south and heading it up for Nash Vegas. I've heard so many good things about this, and this will be the first time I've been able to make it. So I'm really excited about about being there and seeing what it's all about and saying hey to some brothers I haven't seen for some time. Okay, let's get to our event announcements for this episode, for episode 20. Starting today, February 28th and 29th, is LSV4, hosted by the North Texas Villains at Texas Live, 1650 East Randall Mill Road in Arlington, Texas. That's right, it's finally here this weekend. February 28th is the meet and greet at Sports and Social, and the 29th is the beard competition at PBR Bar for LSV4, February 28th and 29th. Also on the 29th is the Bearded Villains of Southern Indiana Polar Plunge in Petersburg, Indiana. I know those guys are looking forward to dipping into the icy cold. So hit those guys up if you can help donate last minute for the Bearded Villains of Southern Indiana Polar Plunge. And then also on March 1st, the Bearded Villains of Chicago. The BBC is going to have their own Polar Plunge on March 1st into Lake Michigan. So hit up either one of those guys, chapters, if you can help out with last minute donations. I'm sure that they would really appreciate it. Or if you got a couple hundred bucks and you just want to go donate and then jump in yourself, I'm sure they would oblige. March 6th through the 8th. The Bearded Villains Latin American Meet takes place in Palermo. Hit up the Bearded Villains of Argentina for further information on that one. They are the hosts for the Bearded Villains Latin American Meet, March 6th through the 8th. Also on March 6th through the 8th, next weekend is Nash Vegas. That's that big weekend that we've talked about. On March 7th is the main event 
the Beard and Mustache Competition at Yeehaw Brewing Company at 423 6th Avenue in Nashville, Tennessee. Hit up the Bearded Villains of Tennessee for further information. I know they have a whole lot planned for the weekend. Then on March 8th, it's a new one, the Bearded Villains of Tampa Bay are hosting a Bearded Villains barbecue. It's at Lithia Springs, 3932 Lithia Springs Road in Lithia, Florida. It's at Pavilion Number 2, and it's from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Hit up the Bearded Villains of Tampa Bay for further information on that Bearded Villains barbecue. Then on March 14th, the Bearded Villains New Mexico is partnering with New Mexico Desert Kings at a back alley barbecue. It's a toy drive benefiting UNMH Children's Hospital. It's from 12 p.m. on, and it's at 512 Martinez Lane Northeast. That's the Bearded Villains New Mexico partnering with the New Mexico Desert Kings for a back alley barbecue, which is a toy drive benefiting the UNMH Children's Hospital. Also on March 14th, the Philadelphia Bearded Villains will be celebrating their one-year anniversary with a family-friendly celebration at Miller's Ale House. It's at 2100 South Columbus Boulevard, and it's in Philadelphia from noon to 4. That's the Philadelphia Bearded Villains celebrating their one-year anniversary, March 14th. Then April 3rd through the 5th is DSV5. That's right, the Dirty South Villains meet number 5. It's hosted by the Bearded Villains of South Texas in San Antonio, Texas. All benefits go to the Soldiers Angels Veterans Support Program. There's a meet and greet Friday night and a main event on Saturday night. Hit up the Bearded Villains South Texas for any questions you have regarding DSV-5. Then March 15th, the Bearded Villains in Jacksonville are going to be having St. Patrick's Bruise Beard Brawl at Bruce Riverside, there's a beard competition, live music by Anton Lapoom. There's all sorts of information about that out there. Hit up the Bearded Villains of Jacksonville for St. Patrick's Bruise Beard Brawl, March 15th. Then April 11th, the Bearded Villains, Virginia, will be participating in an MS walk in Roanoke, Virginia. Hit up any BVVA brother to help out donating for their team. That's April 11th for the Bearded Villains, Virginia, MS Walk. Then April 18th, the Bearded Villains in Western North Carolina, the Western North Carolina Bearded Villains, present Beards for Beds 2020. It's at Blind Tiger, 1819 Spring Garden Street in Greensboro, North Carolina. There's food, raffle, a beard competition, live music, and a whole lot more. Proceeds will be benefiting Baptist Children's Homes of North Carolina. Then May 1st through the 3rd, 2020, is Gothenbeard, that collaboration between Bearded Villains in Sweden, Norway, and Denmark. We've talked about it a lot here. Can't wait for it to eventually arrive and see all the videos and pictures that emerge. Also, regarding Gothenbeard, if you can, hold tight to a patch that you might be able to donate. They're going to have an auction item of patches from all over the world if they can get them in. So hit those boys up for further information on Gothenbeard. June 5th through the 6th is the Great Lakes Meet in Minnesota. The main event is at the Doghouse Bar and Grill at 2029 Woodland Avenue in Maplewood, Minnesota. There's a beard competition, games, food, a silent auction, and a whole lot more there. Contact the Bearded Villains of Minnesota for further information for the Great Lakes Meet June 5th and 6th. Then June 13th, the Bearded Villains London will present V5, which is the fifth anniversary of Villain Fest. It's at Gigi's Bar at Hoxton Square. 
They will have live bands, burlesque acts, DJs, raffles, and a whole lot more for that one, too. That's the Bearded Villains London for V5, June 13th. Then June 27th, Beards for Bucko 2 will be hosted by the Bearded Villains of Toronto and Bearded Villains of Ontario Southwest. Beards for Bucko 2. There's a meet and greet on Friday and a beard competition on Saturday, June 27th, for Beards for Bucko 2. July 31st is Manchester Beard, hosted by the Bearded Villains Northern Monkeys. It's from Friday the 31st all the way till Sunday, August 2nd. They will have live bands, DJs, entertainers, retail stalls, much, much more for Manchester Beard, July 31st, hosted by the Bearded Villains Northern Monkeys. That brings us to August 7th through the 9th, hosted by the BVC, it's the World Meet. That's right, August 7th through the 9th is the World Meet in Chicago, hosted by our BVC brothers. There are lots of information out there for that. Hit up any Bearded Villain brother you have in Chicago for further information. There's tickets out there. There's different packages available, and they're going fast. So hit up the BBC for further information on World Meet 2020, August 7th through the 9th. Then August 29th, the Bearded Villains Denmark has a run for the heart, which benefits Danish Heart Association. Apparently, the Danish Heart Association doesn't get any government funding, so they depend on private donations. So the Bearded Villains Denmark is helping out with a run for the heart, August 29th. And September 4th through the 6th, Bearded Villains Maritimes celebrates their five-year anniversary with a weekend-long celebration in Fredericton, New Brunswick. More information to come on that as the details are finalized for the Bearded Villains Maritimes five-year anniversary, September 4th through the 6th. And September 25th through the 27th is the East Coast Meet 2020, hosted by the Bearded Villains of Maryland, and that's in Baltimore. There's a meet and greet and an FHL beard competition included in this weekend. More information I'm sure will be coming out soon for September 25th to the 27th for East Coast Meet 2020. And that'll wrap up episode 20 of The Heart of a Villain. Please remember you can still buy shirts, patches, and pins on the podcast site, theheartofavillain.simplecast.com. It's a great way to help support the best podcast on the air. I keep saying it. Special thanks to my interview guests for this episode, Joe from Bearded Villains of Indiana and Colin from Bearded Villains of Tennessee. And finally, guys, remember, as always, it's okay not to be okay. If you are suffering, find a brother to talk to. Remember, it's okay not to be okay. So for now, have a great weekend, everybody. Enjoy the week ahead. Take care and stay safe. Chapter to yours, we're all one, no borders. Don't get it twisted like contortionists in close quarters. My crew has more heads than peeps cleaning up on hoarders. When Blige, Jelly, and I, we come together, transformers. So when we meet up, handshakes, bruises, and some.